0: Yeah, have you ever found yourself in a sticky situation? Like one of those rock in a hard place situations. Like, how the heck did I get here? This could be a position that you accepted at work without fully thinking the responsibilities through. Now you're overworked and overwhelmed and stressed out all the time bringing that energy back home to the family. You could be at a party with some friends and things just start going south. Maybe there's drugs and alcohol, arguing, just tension involved. You're like, man, how did I, I get here? Maybe you're at a bar and you're being tempted and you're married or you're in a relationship. you like, man, how did I get here? Maybe you're in a sticky spot with some family dynamics right now. Or you have family just overstepping boundaries. Maybe it's your mom or your dad or your grandparents. We're going through the holidays, and they're just overstepping boundaries. But the lines are invisible because, well, you never created them. So now you're in a sticky situation with your significant other because you don't have healthy boundaries with your family or with her family. You now I wrote about this many weeks ago, and, and this quote is inspiring for me. It's, you don't rise to the occasion, you fall to your training. And this is true. This is how we prepare for these sticky situations. This is how we prepare for adversity. How we prepare for the rock and the hard place is we do hard things. We push ourselves whenever life's not pushing us so that we can be prepared when life presents adversity. And I wanna go a couple steps deeper on this. And today's message, I wanna go underneath. I wanna go into the situation with you and walk you through a process that I have been working on and sharing within my Do Our Things community, and I'm I'm encouraged to share it with you. Let me go ahead and get some coffee here. This morning, we're just leaving Starbucks. You know, I, I don't like Starbucks coffee, if I'm being honest, but it's the only coffee shop open at 5.30 in the morning, so I end up there. All right, so let's go ahead and dive in, and let's take some wisdom from the Bible. Regardless if you're a believer or not, there's wisdom to be gained in the Bible. It's the best-selling book of all time, so there's a reason for that. And I'm not talking you into trying to become a Christian in this moment. I'm just trying to talk you into gaining the wisdom that is being presented in that book. And, and this quote right here I want to I talk about, and I want you guys to lean into if, if you are a Christian, I want you to really, really, really lean into this. If you are not a Christian, I want you to really, really, really consider opening your mind to this. Here it goes. If you think you are standing strong, be careful not to fall. The temptation in your life is no different than what others experience. And God is faithful. He will allow the temptation to be no more than you can stand. When you are tempted, he will show you a way out so that you can endure. This is first Corinthians 10, 12 through 13. If you are standing strong, be careful not to fall. Oh, tell me it ain't true. Yo, I got this. I got this. I'm carrying the boats and you carry the boats, but then you go to put the boat in the water and it got a bunch of holes in it and you quickly sink. We gotta prepare. The temptations in your life and in my life, they're, they're no different. See, most of us are just like the rest of us. Satan, he's the deceiver of the world. He's the discourager, the self-doubt. He lives within our minds. He's not just a horn, pitchfork creature that lives out there in the world. It's spiritual warfare. And he's consistently tempting us to be able to lead us astray. And, and we can't just always rely on how we're feeling. We can't always just rely on uh, just just the data we have up to that moment. We we, we need to take this a step further. And and that's what I'm going to share here in a second. And it goes into saying God is faithful. So God is faithful. He is just, and this is what I love. He will not allow the temptation to be more than you can stand. Okay, so there's been moments of my life that the temptation of anger, lust, frustration, pressure just felt overwhelming like like more than i could stand but the reality is i'm still here doing okay so it was never more than i could stand and then this last verse this last part of this verse i really want to lean on it says when you are tempted he will show you a way out so that you can endure so he'll show you a way out he'll give you a door so that you can endure, endurance, endure, endurance. Man, doing endurance sports have really taught me how hard it is just to keep going. The monotony behind endurance. I've been doing it in the physical so that I can train my mind and my spirit to be able to do it in my day to day life. I'm drawing this correlation between physically doing hard things and how my spirit and my mind must learn to endure doing hard things. This looks like extended fast, extended sauna sessions. This looks like hard, long runs, bike swims. So this is what this means is when we find ourselves in a rock and a hard place, God has a way out for us. He has already prepared a way out. And for me, I, I don't hear this so much audibly. Rather, it's a feeling within me. It's it's something that I'm able to to recognize. It seems to be this moral code that is baked into consciousness. It's like this understanding between right and wrong. Like innately. Without us even having agreed upon uh, like a like a situation, like we just kind of know. Like both of us know in this moment, like what is right, and what is wrong. We innately know this, and this is <clears throat> really nothing nothing new. Like there's there's people talk. I talk to people about this. They they we all kind of share this similar. Like yeah, we kind of know what like what's right and wrong. But there's good books on it too. Uh, One of my favorite books to read on it is is Mere Christianity. It's a phenomenal book uh, by C.S. Lewis, and he really paints the picture of this moral code and this this understanding of right and wrong that seems to be just baked into our consciousness, into our DNA. And I've recognized this, that there's a space within us that exists. It's like a guiding light through these situations, helping us to see right and wrong and encouraging our decisions both good and bad. Think of it like the angel on one shoulder and the devil on the other shoulder. And my, my question to you is, are you, are you taking time to listen? To listen to both of them, not just one of them. Like, because if you listen just to the enemy, you never listen to the Lord. But if you listen to the Lord, you never recognize the ways of the deceiver. So you might be deceived, believing you are listening to the Lord. Truly being a slave to the deceiver. Better yet, are you taking the space to feel? The space to to be with and to sit in these decisions. To feel them. To logically think about them. To be with them. To take the time to truly think and process and feel and to sit into the decisions that you're making. I've realized this many years ago that it is me. I am the problem and I am the solution. That I am in control of the decisions that I make. See, God has given us free will, so we have the ability to make the decisions that we want to make. Life is always giving me opportunities to make decisions, both good and bad. And I have found this, that the more present I am, the better outcome of the decisions I make. When I'm present and I have the ability to to feel what I'm feeling in that moment, to, to be with it, to logically consider the outcome, to think downstream and to sit with what my life and what the situation will look like downstream. But see, when I'm when I'm busy-minded, when I'm stressed, when I'm overwhelmed, I tend to make knee-jerk decisions. It's just based off all the data that I've collected up to that moment, and just boom, I just make a decision. And this is not just me. This is probably you, and according to science, like 90% of all of our decisions are made through emotion. We're not actually truly logically thinking about them. It's just knee-jerk reactions on how we feel up to that moment. So here's the takeaway. If you need to get yourself out of the sticky situation, if you find yourself in a rock and a hard place, it is of the utmost importance for you to be present with yourself, to be conscious, to think logically, and to listen to how you're feeling. To recognize that there is an enemy of this world, that there is truly spiritual warfare, and it wants to manipulate your thoughts. Therefore, you must, you must do the hard things. You must armor up prior with the word of God to know what is truth. But let's act like you're not a Christian and you haven't been armoring up and that's okay. But even before I did any armoring up, when I was just doing the physical hard things and I started recognizing that I was in spiritual warfare, that that these problems and these circumstances in my life, they kept repeating that God was giving me opportunities to make different decisions. I started having faith. I had faith that God would show me a way out, that He would be there with me in the decision-making. See, I didn't even know what it would look like, but I just believed that He would open doors for me. I'm broke. I have no money. I'm in a city nobody knows me. I have no job. It's Christmas time. I feel like absolute garbage. But I believe that God's going to open a door for me through it. Fast forward 10 years, Iron Valley Bar was going to Do Our Things Conference, Do Our Things Community, leading retreats, inspiring people. God gave me a door. He gave me a way out. And this is how it started for me. I started by fully believing that God was creating a way for me. And this is how I continue to live knowing that he is providing a way for me through all situations. But I want to come in. I want to partner with him on this. I do that by preparing myself for these moments, by doing the hard things. And I do my best to train myself to be present, to be present in adversity, by simulating the adversity, by doing the fasting, the sauna, the cold plunge, the training, the endurance work. so that when adversity strikes in my life, I can be present in these situations and I can be present with making my decisions, that I can sit with them, I can think logically with them, I can feel them so that I can recognize what the results of my actions will be downstream. My friends, this is the way. The way is to have faith. The way is to do hard things. The way is to prepare, prepare yourself for this adversity and to be present when it occurs. I'm sending you so much love today. Have an absolute killer day. Be present, be prepared, do the hard things and have faith. A door is going to open for you. Love you, bro.